0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful Monday today i am so excited to get into this word y'all when i was getting this word during my quiet time and god was downloading it into my spirit i was like oh you coming for next today like this what we doing today is this what we doing today so I'm so excited for this word. But before we get into this word, I wanted to thank you guys for participating in my not so independence, we still not free 4th of July sale. <laughs> I wanted to thank you and start off this episode by showing you guys gratitude. Um, I know I didn't tell you guys in advance that I would be doing a sale. I usually do. But because I didn't, I wanted to show my appreciation to my faithful podcast listeners because most of my sales come from you guys listening to the podcast. So if you're listening to this for the next 24 hours, there's going to be a discount code and the discount code is podcast. That's what you type in and it's for 50% off anything on the website. It's not just to one thing. It'll be 50% off your whole order and now I have Sizzle on the website. And if you guys aren't familiar with what that is, that's a process or like a payment system where you can purchase as much as you want. And you can pay it in four separate increments. It's kind of like afterpay, So you pay it in um, sets opposed to having to pay it all at once. So that is a payment option on my website. And as I stated, the discount code is podcast. And it's 50% off your entire order. It's only going to be five codes that I allow on the website. So this is for my loyal listeners. Like, if you're listening to this the same day I drop it, you a real one. And you know before everybody else know, I'm not posting it on social media. It's only going to be up for 24 hours. So yes, the discount code is PODCAST and it's for 50% off your entire order. And it can also be paired with the Sizzle, which allows you to pay for your order in four different segments. Okay? Okay. I love y'all just know that because 50% that is a lot. Okay. (laughs) If you would like to sow a seed into this word, you may do so by sending it to cash app dollar sign the Christian Bay or by sending it to my PayPal polished144 at gmail.com. That's P-O-L-I-S-H-E-D 144 at gmail.com. Let's get into the word. Now for the word. For today's word, I want to open this podcast up with saying grab your journals because today we are taking some notes, notes, okay? Like I know y'all be taking notes, notes, but this is like you got some homework to do notes, okay? So grab your journals. We're coming from the book of Matthew chapter 12 verses 33 through 37. And as you can see from the title, we're talking about the root of the tree. Verse 33 says, a tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You broad of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. The NIV translation says, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either equate you or condemn you. So in this verse... Jesus was talking to the Pharisees because they were trying to read him as usual and he was reading them to pieces, shredding them to pieces, laying them down, hitting them with the period as usual. Y'all already know he always coming for the Pharisees. So he was letting them know like a tree is known by its fruit. And if you read this with the physical eye, if you read this with the earthly eye, you'll just think that he's talking about a tree, a tree that's outside, a tree that's at a park. But what he's talking about is a person is known by the type of fruit that they produce. Do you produce fruit of the spirit or do the words that come out of your mouth speak death? Are you a negative person? Do you bring around bad vibes or do you speak light and life into other people? Do you produce good fruit or is your fruit a little sour? Is your fruit a little tainted? Is your fruit a fruit that leaves people with a bitter taste in their mouth? So he was letting the Pharisees know that a good tree, a good person produces good fruit and a bad tree, a bad person, produces bad fruit and he said the words of your mouth that comes from your heart that lets us know what's the root of your tree what comes out of your mouth flows directly from your heart it flows directly from your root so when I read that and God began to download into my spirit what God said to me is that everyone thinks the fix is affirmations Everyone thinks that that's how you solve everything. That's how you change your mindset. That's how you begin to speak better. That's how you begin to live a better life. We have begin to think that the answer, the band-aid, the solution is affirmations when in actuality, it is just the band-aid. It's not it's not it's not the, it's not the solution to the problem. Yes, we we don't speak life and we train ourselves or we tell you guys, I've told you guys for speak better, speak life, speak light into your situation, speaking until you see it. And even though that's true, What God is saying today is that sometimes we're going to have to get to the root of this tree. We're going to have to get down to the bottom of what's causing these bad words to come out in the first place. What is in your heart that's causing you to speak like this? We can't keep covering it up with positive affirmations. We can't keep standing in a mirror and saying this. And then tomorrow you're right back in the negative state. You're saying the same things that you were saying yesterday. So that just means that the positive affirmations that everyone is preaching and teaching you, that's just a temporary fixed today god says we need to get to the root of the tree what's the main issue what are the seeds in your heart that's causing you to produce this type of fruit in the first place we're way beyond affirmations at this point i'm trying to get to the root have you guys seen that meme on instagram and it's a picture of future and he's standing in the mirror and over the top it says i'm not toxic they are i i was never the issue they were the issue that, that's how Satan is beginning to trick us with these positive affirmation because that's what he does. He can take something that's meant for good and use it for evil if we don't really see the spirit behind it. Because yes, positive affirmations are good, but when are you going to get past that? When it, If the positive affirmations aren't working after a week, it's something else that needs to be done. It's a deeper underlining issue that needs to be dug up so we trick ourselves into sticking with the positive affirmations which never really get us to the real work that needs to be done so then we end up being just like that meme that's standing in the mirror as future who we know is toxic standing there saying i'm not the problem they are and the enemy makes us think that that's okay because we can never tap into any real growth if we feel like the solution the end result is just positive affirmations every day of our life don't you want to be set free permanently, not just every day when you wake up and begin to speak. Because what happens when you don't feel like saying your positive affirmations? What happens then? Does the enemy just get to run wild in your thoughts? Does the enemy just get to have a field day in your heart? What happens when you don't feel like speaking? You need to get to the root of the issue. Why do these thoughts keep coming back? Why do I keep speaking so negative? Why is my mindset always in this dark place? What is the issue? I can't keep covering it up with icing and sprinkles. I can't keep laying these positive affirmation band-aids over it why do, why won't this place of me and this part of me heal what is the underlining issue because when you really think about what the issue is you realize that that's why you keep dating the same type of men and now you on facebook and ig sharing memes talking about i only got one relationship left in me but what's the root of the tree That's why you keep losing friends and you convincing yourself that it's them and not you. But sis, you're the only common denominator. What's the root of the tree? Could it be that you fear trusting others so much that now you're running away all of your company? What's the root of the tree? That's why your business isn't growing because you want God to bless you, but you're robbing him of his tithe. You're robbing him of his 10% because you don't sow into any ministry. Yes, you get words. Yes, you believe that God is gonna bless you with abundance, but you don't do your part. You, you, you act like you don't know that Malachi chapter three, verse eight says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this says the Lord and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. That's what God promises. When you bring your tithes and offerings to his house, when you sow, when you're supposed to sow, when you're faithful to your ministry, when you do your part, he says, I will open the floodgates of of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room to store it see you want the blessing but are you getting to the root of what's stopping you from producing godly fruit could the root of your tree be greed or could it be a love of money These are the type of questions that you begin to ask yourself when you get past the affirmations, the positive affirmations that you see all over social media. When you get past the band aid, when you get past the icing over the crumbled cake, when you get to the root of the tree, you begin to ask yourself these real life questions because this is when real healing happens. This is where real growth comes in when you get to digging. So that's what we're going to do today. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write the word, the letter D and then I want you to leave some spaces. Then I want you to write the letter I. Then I want you to leave some spaces. Then I want you to write the letter G. Because today, we're going to dig. It's no more surface level healing. We are going to be delivered from negative thoughts today. We're going to be delivered from doubt. We're going to be delivered from second guessing. We're going to be delivered from fear and being vulnerable. We're going to be delivered from insecurities. Today, we are getting to the root of the tree. Next to the letter D, I want you to write the word deeper. Because in this season, we're digging deeper. We're going beyond the fruit and we're going beyond just what the eye can see. We're going beyond the flesh. We're going beyond what the physical means. I want you to dig deeper and I want you to write the letters TWA. T is for your thoughts. W is for your words and A is for your actions. We're digging deeper to see why do you think the way you think. If, think? if you have some thoughts or your thinking pattern is not always aligned with what God's word says, why is that? I want you to really sit down and think about where, where does this thought come from? Because your thoughts lead to your words, which leads to your actions. So today we're going to dig deeper into our TWA and we're going to figure out where does this come from? What what's the root of this fruit? This fruit that does not align with my father. What is the root of this which leads us into the eye? We're going to identify that spirit. Because there's always a spirit that's driving your TWA, your thoughts, your words, and your actions. If your thoughts, your words, and your actions are not aligning with God's word and what he created you to think, what he created you to say, what he created you to do, if it does not align that's because there's a spirit behind it. There's a spirit somewhere in that root that we're going to not only dig up, but we're going to identify it today. Where, where does this come from? Is it the spirit of DCL? These are three example of different type of spirits that can be in your root and producing TWA's that does not align with God's word. I hope I'm not confusing y'all with these acronyms. They could be producing thoughts or words or actions that do not align with who God has called you to be. It does not align with the promises that He promised you. It does not align with the favor that He said you have over your life. These thoughts that come from a spirit that come from the enemy, we need to identify them today because we're. Into the root, so an example three examples could be D doubt, C confusion, or L lack. Now, if you're dealing with the spirit of doubt, anytime God gives you a promise or anytime a new ideal comes into your life the thought comes and it's just like, now you can't do that. Now you don't have the resources. Now you're not good enough. Now they're not going to accept you. Nobody's going to buy from you. Nobody's going to come to your event. Nobody's going to watch you go on live and talk about your business. That's the spirit of doubt. And I'm giving you guys these examples because like I said, you have homework because I want you to dig deeper, figure out your thoughts, your words, and your actions. And then I want you to identify any spirit that has you operating outside the will of God. So the first example that I have for you guys is the spirit of doubt or even the spirit of comparison. Those can be one and the same because you begin to look at what somebody else is doing and doubt yourself. You doubt the gift that God has given you. You doubt the talents and the skill that God has given you because now you're comparing yourself to others. So the first example, could be doubt another spirit could be confusion as soon as you try to work on something now you don't know whether you're coming or going and all your thoughts are beginning to take over your mind and you're confused God do you want me to step out on faith or be still God am I supposed to be working on it or giving it up God I don't know whether I'm coming or going you do you, you seem like you don't understand what God is calling you to do but God has told you what he wants you to do. It's just the enemy sending in the spirit of confusion, whether it's in your mind, whether it's in your household, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's at work, the enemy is trying to cause commotion, confusion to disrupt your your spirit and your peace. So you need to be able to identify if it's the spirit of confusion in your life because sometimes confusion and chaos could get you off course from God's promise in the steps that he's called you to walk in. It could be way deeper than just being in your mind. It could be confusion and chaos around you. There's a pandemic going on. We don't know what people are experiencing in in their home. I don't know what you're experiencing in your home. And if you are experiencing confusion, I want you to identify and call out that spirit today because it's trying to distract you and take you off of what God is doing in this season. So it could be the spirit of confusion. Or it could be the spirit of lack that's got you thinking that God does not have abundance stored up for you in heaven. Anytime you get money, you think this is the last time you're getting money. Anytime God shows you favor in a certain area, you feel like you have to stay there because God will never release more. You cannot think from a place of lack. You have to understand that your father, his resources are endless. He can open any door for you. He can release any amount of money from you. He can release any amount of opportunity for you. He can put you into rooms that your work ethic and your saving can never get you into. So don't allow the enemy to have you to work from a place of lack. I shared these three examples of different spirits with you guys because I experienced these spirits myself. When God first told me that he wanted me to start a ministry, the spirit of doubt tried to take over because girl, you weren't even raised in the church. Like you only went to church when you went to your grandma's house. So how are you going to have a ministry? How is God going to use you? Because that was a spirit of doubt trying to stop me from getting to the promise that God had for me. And then it came to the spirit of confusion because I shared with you guys in my testimony and. my multiple episodes, I shared with you guys that I served in the ministry before I start my started my own. In college, I served in the ministry, the King's Daughters um, Advisory Council. And there was confusion because when I said I was starting my own ministry, people thought, oh, you're just trying to copy what she's doing. No, I'm not trying to do what she's doing. I just know that God called me to serve in this ministry. And now he's telling me, okay, I'm calling you to have your own. But the spirit of confusion wanted me to think that, Oh, no, you can't do that because this person is doing that when there's ministries all over the world. There's different type of ministries. My ministry doesn't look like anybody else's ministry. But the spirit of the confusion tried to come in and stop me from focusing on what God was telling me to do in that season. When I first was called to even move away to go to college in Virginia before I started serving in the ministry, which led me to my purpose, the spirit of lack tried to come in because I had a good job before I left Florida. So it was, you're gonna leave Florida. You're gonna leave your good job. How are you gonna make sure that you have money? Yes, your man is there, but you need to make sure that you have your own. Didn't your mama teach you anything? Like (laughs) I came from a single parent home. You know, you need to have your own money, girl. Okay, you need to secure the bag. Don't leave your job. Stay here. The spirit of lack tried to keep me bound and if i would have listened to that spirit i would have never stepped into my purpose not only that when i was called to go there and when the spirit of lack was trying to condemn me and keep me in a stagnant place what god said to me is and when you get there i want you to make sure you sow. i want you to make sure you tithe every week and i didn't even plan on sharing this part of my testimony sharing this story but it's somebody that needs to hear this because god wants you to know that when you're dealing with the spirit of lack the spirit of lack will try to make you cling on to everything that you get because you're it's like you're not used to having anything think about if you were a mom your child would not have to cling on to yesterday's breakfast baby i will supply more food for you today let it go you don't have to cling on to that you don't have to hold on to that that's a spirit of lack that's a poverty mindset making you think that you're not going to get anymore. So when I first moved there and God said, not only do I want you to step out on faith and come here, but I also want you to make sure that you tithe every week. So I moved there on a Friday. That Saturday, I went to get my nails done because y'all know, okay, I had to get my nails done. (laughs) Like I wanted to see around as well, but I went to get my nails done and across the street from the nail salon that I was at was this big church and that became my home church and I sold there the next day that next Sunday I sold there and I was just sewing I sold I sold from my refund check that I got from school so I remember it was a set amount and the Bible tells us to sew 10% Of what we make a week. And being that I wasn't working, I just had my refund check. So what I would do is I would just sew like $5 a week, right? So I did that for the whole semester for four months. I did that. And I always share with you guys the testimony of where I didn't have to pay for my dorm room. Um, The following semester, they never charged me the $4,000 for my dorm room. Like I got released my refund check and I lived in a dorm room for free. That was the semester after I spent... semester sewing five dollars so fall 2015 i was sewing five dollars every week out of my refund check into the ministry that I was going to, into the church that I was going through, the pastor that was feeding me. I sold every Sunday $5. And that January, I needed to move into a dorm because my husband was getting deployed and I did not have to pay for it at all. I got my refund check and the school never charged me. And I know it was nothing but God, but that was his first way of teaching me. Do not ever worry about lack when I am your father. Do not ever allow the spirit of lack to keep you bound when I, I tell you to go when I tell you to do something I don't care about how much money you have I will cause a rig in the system I don't care about what you can do I am your father and if I send you somewhere if I give you my vision I'm going to make provision for you so if you're someone that's dealing with the spirit of lack or operating out of a place of lack and you feel like you have to hold on to everything that you have today God wants to get to the root of that it wants to let you know that you don't ever have to think or live that way because your father who sits high in heaven he will open up the floodgates of heaven malachi 3 chapter 8 verse verses 8 through 10 y'all i can't even get it out let us know that he will open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it so that's what we stand on. That's the root of our tree. Malachi 3, verses 8 through 10. If you're dealing or battling or, or trying to overcome the spirit of lack, go read those verses where God promised you. It literally says, test me in this. God says, put me to the test and see if I won't open the floodgates of heaven, which transition us perfectly to the G in DIG. I hope y'all still taking notes. The G in DIG stands for give it to God. Because once you dig deeper and identify what spirit is planting bad seeds and producing bad fruit in your tree of life, I need you to give it to God. Give the denial to God because a lot of times we don't even realize that we're operating or living from a place that produces bad fruit. We don't even know it. We live in a state of denial. Like that meme said, I was never the toxic one. I was never the problem. You losing friends and you always think it's the other people. It was never me. That's a state of denial. So give your denial to God. Or maybe you're not someone that's dealing with denial. Maybe you're someone that's dealing with comfort. So you need to give your comfort to God because you've gotten comfortable with this bad rooted tree you you, you're okay here you're one of the oh I was just born this way people this is this just the way I am and you have to accept me how I am or that's just it you're comfortable where you are you're comfortable with these roots without realizing that they're producing bad fruit so you need to give that comfort to God and you need to be okay with being uncomfortable so that you can produce some new good fruit some good fruit that reflect God but you're going to have to get uncomfortable in order to get that because the fruit that you've been operating in, it isn't producing a holy environment. It isn't producing a godly fruit. So you need to give that comfort to God and be okay with being uncomfortable. Or maybe you're someone who you're not in denial. You understand that there's parts of you that need to be changed. You understand that the root of your tree of life, there are some things that need to be uprooted. There are some parts of you that need to be done over and you're okay with that. And maybe you're somebody who you understand that the parts of you that are comfortable, those parts are parts that are stagnant as well. And there's some growing that you need to do. And you know that it's going to require you being uncomfortable, but you're not okay with the vulnerability that comes with the growth that you want. Because the thing about getting growth and getting to the root of your tree is that it also requires a certain level of vulnerability. So for some of you, you're going to have to give your vulnerability to God. You're going to have to be okay with coming to him naked. You're going to have to be okay with digging up the parts of you that you know is holding you back and releasing it to him and standing there naked, standing there open, standing there exposed and waiting on him to fill you back up. But if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Because we get into the root today. We are in the middle of a pandemic. COVID-19 has come and changed everything and we will not be left the same. As Christian Bays, this is the day that we're getting to the root. And from this day forward, we're going to be good trees that produce good fruit. Okay, that, that's what we're claiming. That's what we're receiving. That's what we're standing on. And I wanted to end this episode by sharing with you guys what verse 43 says. It says, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before and God wanted me to share this this verse with you guys because there's somebody that's listening to this podcast and you did the digging. You did the digging. You went deeper into why you are the way you are, why you talk the way you talk, why the, why you act the way you th- the way you act. You did the de- the digging. You identified the spirit behind it. You did it and then you tried to give it to God and you were on a good path. You were on a straight and narrow, but then something happened and you slipped up. And when you slipped up, it's like it's like you fell 10 times harder. It's like when you slipped up, you went 10 steps forward and 30 steps back and you just don't understand how after all of that work that you put in, all of that digging and all of that effort, why does it seem like you're in a lower place? And this is why. Verse 43 tells us why. Because when an evil spirit leaves a body, when you do this digging, when you do this work to figure out what spirit is causing you to produce bad fruit, when you get rid of it, when you get empty in the presence of God. Verse 44 says, the spirit realized that the home was empty, swept, and in order. Because that's what happens when you get to digging. When you get to the root of your tree and you dig out all of those bad seeds, you're now empty, but you're also clean and in order. It's in order now. It looks nice now. It's how God created it now. And when the spirit sees that, if you allow that same spirit back in, it comes in with seven other spirits stronger than it. So that's why some of you have done the digging and you did the work to live in a way that's pleasing to God. But then something happened and caused you to revert back. And it's like you fell harder because that spirit came back and it brought friends with it. But today, that's ending today. Today, we coming against that spirit. Today, we're going to sow a seed of a new seed. We're going to sow a new tree seed. That's what we're going to call it. The new tree seed. And we're claiming that we're not just going to dig up the bad seeds so that we can have a new tree. We're going to continuously do the digging to make sure that that spirit doesn't come back with his friends because this is not just a temporary fix. This is not just a positive affirmation. This is not just a band-aid. This is a new you. This is a new tree. This is us getting to the root and planting new godly seeds, new good seeds so that we can produce good fruit that's long lasting not temporary satisfaction that's not what this is we don't want it to be good for today but then tomorrow we're back sad then tomorrow we're back in doubt then tomorrow you're battling suicidal thoughts again then tomorrow you don't know your self-worth again no we don't need any more temporary fixes i understand the affirmation sounded good and they look nice when you write them on paper and put them on your mirror but if you want a real fix we need to get to digging we need to get to dig into the root, So that's what we're doing today. And we're planting and we're sowing a new tree seed because from today, moving forward, you are a new tree. We're claiming that we're coming against the spirit of doubt. We're coming against the spirit of depression. We're coming against the spirit of anxiety and depression and feeling like you're always going to be operating from a plague of lacks. Abundance is promised to you, but it's only when you operate from a new tree, when you operate from the new place that God has for you, you're going to have to let go of the old. You're going to have to dig it up and realize that God has called you to more. When are you going to be ready to walk in it? This is the beginning. So today, if you would like to sow a seed, we're sowing the new tree seed and you can sow it to Cash App Dollar Sign, The Christian Bay or send it to my PayPal, Polish144 at gmail.com. The information will be in the description, but today we are getting to business and we're digging up any seed that does not look like God, any seed that causes us to think or talk or act in a way that's not pleasing to our father. It got to go. We digging today we're digging. And when we dig, it's coming up for good. It's not a permanent, it's not a temporary fix. It's a permanent solution. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be in your presence, God. Thank you for giving us this fresh word, Father God. Thank you for the fireworks that are still going on, even though 4th of July is over, Father God. Right now, I ask that you reveal to us the roots of our tree, Father God. We want a tree that reflects you, Father God. We want a tree that stands out from a mile away so that people can say, God must be in the midst of that tree. God has favored that tree. Look at the fruit look how the fruit represent his goodness look how the fruit represent his favor father god give us a tree with roots that look like you father god give us the strength to do the digging and to pull up the parts of us that we've buried because some parts we are so embarrassed of father god the parts of us that we try to bury down to get rid of father god the parts of us that we don't really like to talk about give us the strength and the obedience and the courage to dig those parts up, father god because even though we think we buried them away we never Now know that they're producing fruits in us. that that, That's really not who you've called us to be, Father God. That's not who we really are, Father God. Some of these seeds have been planted because of hurt. Some of these seeds have been planted because of rejection. Some of these seeds have been planted because of abandonment, Father God. But right now, I claim that you are restoring us, Father God that you are giving us a strength to stand in the face of our past and to dig it up and say that you've made your home here long enough, Father God, that you give us the strength to stand in who you've called us to be and to know that we can plant new seeds that reflect you because you said so, Father God. You've given us the title as the daughter and the son of a king so there's nothing that we can't be, Father God. So allow us to be set free from our past. Allow us to be set free from bondages that the past has placed on us, Father God, give us the strength to dig, to dig up, to empty out, to put in order the roots of our tree of life so that we're in the proper position to be filled by you. I thank you for each and every person listening to this podcast. I pray that you cover them, Father God. I pray that you cover their family, Father God. Cover their mind, Father God. I pray that you filter the thoughts that they have, Father God, and only allow good thoughts to consume their mind, Father God. Only allow good good seeds to be planted in their heart, Father God, and just continuously make your presence known for us, Father God, because in your presence is our peace. In your presence is our purpose. In your presence is prosperity that was promised to us when we were in our mother's womb. We thank you for who you are and I ask that you continue to cover us and allow us to live in a way that's pleasing to you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Christian Bay podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. I will be on live on Wednesday night at 8 30 p.m. For our midweek Bible study Eastern time. And then I'll be back on live on Friday for Faith Friday at 8am. Join me. I love to see you guys. Love to talk to you guys. And I will talk to you again on the podcast next Monday. Have a good night.